Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. I'm Beck Hill. And I'm Matthew Hyten. And this is Concessions, a podcast where we interview your cult heroes at Comic Cons around the world. We were recently at the brilliant Comic Con Brussels at the end of February 2020. And we got to interview the wonderful Kari Payton. Yeah. You were very excited about this. Um, I think that's going to be a theme. I'm always really excited. That's true. I've never seen you not excited. <laughs> I'm always even like, oh. right now. Yeah. Yeah, even thinking about it now. But yeah, I mean, like. You've got those love heart emoji eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got big anime eyes now yeah. and the background behind me just. It's actually very heart. worrying. It's I'm actually. It's going to call NHS direct. <laughs> it's quite a skill. It's quite a skill. But yeah, this is, I mean, again, big Walking Dead fan, big Teen Titans fan. I was excited before I met him, but then he was just such a lovely, funny bloke. And his voice. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's magical. That's another theme. Um, we we don't fall in love with everyone we meet. Yeah, well, we need that should be a rule, shouldn't it? But yeah. we do. We do. We, we every do. Every time. But yeah, again, if you're a fan of The Walking Dead and Teen Titans especially, you will definitely love this one. Yeah, and this interview is definitely worth listening to just to hear Matt singing the Teen Titans intro. Oh, yeah. Please... Cut that out. <laughs> just kidding, it, just kidding, it. just kidding. Enjoy. Carrie Paytonson! Yeah! You get to... Uh, you get to choose. Yeah. Where would you like to... Look at that! Yes. <laughs> Tell That's me it. about your childhood. <laughs> The therapy sessions. <laughs> hello, everyone. How are you doing? No, no, no. Hello, everyone. How are you? There you go. I don't know if you have this effect every time, but you seem to make someone cry already. Oh, no. She looks excited. <laughs> oh, no. I, I, I'm, I'm so sorry. I don't even know what I did. Okay. Oh, I love you too. Thank you. That's yeah, so it was, sweet. It was definitely good tears, not the bad tears. Okay, good, good, good. Okay, she's she's laughing. She's laughing. All right. Okay. Uh, so, uh, li- that, literally, yeah. We're gonna have to use the couch for yeah. for counseling for real. Yeah. Every time someone faints as you walk into the room. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You're just happy that stuff. I'm not dead. Is that it? <laughs> yes, I know, I know. I I honestly have to check my watch constantly to find out, you know, if I'm. If I'm truly alive or not. <laughs> every page of every script is horror. 
you know, to reading just to see, uh, you know, if you don't die, it's probably a friend of yours. <laughs> this is the life that I live. We had um, Seth on yesterday. You had a, again? Seth Gilliam on. Oh yes, yes. And and he was saying the same thing. He was saying he wasn't. He had no idea if his character, how long his character was going to be. No, on no, nobody knows. <laughs> nobody knows. It's uh, it's it's like life itself. You could walk outside and get hit by a bus. You probably won't get hit by a bus on The Walking Dead. <laughs> but if you got hit by a bus, it would probably be a pretty good death. You what know? a way to go! Yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. would be very surprised. Yeah. <laughs> it was just it's just a. a a bus that's been going downhill for years <laughs> and finally gets to, you know, you're just very really unlucky. Slow, like it very just, unlucky. You could have, have avoided that, it. have that shot at the beginning where something just rusts a bit too much and the wheel goes. Exactly. Yeah, it just finally, yeah. and there it goes. It's yeah, all over. Yeah. It's all over. Um, thank you for coming out. It's your first, I'm guessing it's not your first time in Brussels. Cause no, it's my first time in Brussels. Oh, so I, which is why I spent so much time out last night in Brussels. <laughs> and we, and, and uh, you, you don't know, but I literally, I just ran here. I ran, I came here like Batman. <laughs> on a, you know, I, I, I shot the, and, and, and shot across the thing. I, I woke up seven minutes ago. <laughs> seven minutes ago, and I, I put on my bat and, and just, like Batman. That's, that's I wish okay. I looked like you after seven minutes of waking up. <laughs> I may, have, I, I, I may have at least showered. Yeah. I, I used a, a good thirty to forty-five seconds to shower. So oh, there you go. That's again Batman style. Goes down the pole through the shower. Through the yeah. shower. It's, it's like a car wash. It's, it's got two little shower. rollers. Actually, you know. I'm going to use this as a chance to jump into it because it's on the topic of Batman. Yes. You're heavily involved in the DC universe. Oh yes, yes. Matt here knows so the excited. entire opening to Teen Titans. Oh yeah. Me, me and my wife have a thing where she can't sing the Teen Titans opening. She can't get her head around the T E E N T O T A N S T. She can't do it. She can't do it. She goes like T E E. <laughs> just can't get head around it. You gotta have a coffee first. Oh, yeah. really? You gotta have a coffee first. It's, That's the only way to get through it. It's not a good theme tune for someone with dyslexia. Exactly. No. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It, it took me a while, though. You know what? Keep at it. Keep at it. Yeah, I know she like, can do it. I believe in her. Now Absolutely. And again, now and again, she nails it, and she's excited for the See, rest there of the you day. go. You know what? It's it's about the journey, not the <laughs> yeah. destination. Exactly. It's about the journey. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I've been, uh, the crazy thing is I've been cyborg for 17 years you're now. A, you're an old, moody cyborg version? Like the, the grittier version? Well, well, you know what? He wasn't even that. Beast Boy, look at that. <laughs> My boy oh, nice. Beastie came all dressed oh, wow. up. Look at that. <laughs> wow. He's... I, you get you gotta you gotta put the green paint on. It's you find a lot of a beat boys, a lot of robins. It's hard to it's hard to do cyborg. Cyborg, you gotta get the the paper mache out. You got you gotta <laughs> you gotta start cutting up boxes, you know, to make a cyborg. But I can and he's got the tooth. He's got the little tooth. I love it. I love it. That's pretty yeah, that awesome. That is a good outfit. And look at the sad, sad Popeye just lost. Not sure where he's going. <laughs> There he is. That's me yes. after seven just, minutes. Just of keep following up. the stormtrooper, Popeye. <laughs> this is what I love about Comic Con. <laughs> There's a lost Popeye following a stormtrooper. Well, we've been getting selfies with all the guests at the end of each interview with oh, the yeah. audience in the background, and I realized yesterday there's this one Spider-Man that keeps showing up in the background. It's like <laughs> yeah. where's Spidey? It's Absolute. like where's Wally? Where's Waldo? Like just hiding in the background. I love it. I love it. 
you do see some crossovers you'll never see it on TV. No, is... absolutely. Only only on Hollywood Boulevard. We're, we're uh, in, in Los Angeles on Hollywood Boulevard. You'll see uh, because uh, because people dress up oh, yeah, to take yeah. pictures with the uh, and so you'll have um, you'll have the Hulk like walking down the street with uh, with Tinkerbell. It's weird. Just eating a sandwich. Yeah, 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 yeah. His head's off. You know, he's actually just a tiny little black man. You know, underneath the the green, the big green muscles. I find it really sad when you see uh, uh, one of those with the the helmet off or something, or the statues. If the living statues are just walking to go to work. I'm right, like, right. Oh, this is heartbreak. Oh man, yeah, yeah. He's just got his his lunch pail. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just Have headed you, to the job. What's the best cyborg? Uh, cosplay that you've ever seen because obviously yours is animated oh my gosh uh the best cosplay i've ever seen i've seen a lot of great ones online there, there are there, there are guys who put the uh, electronics inside so it mm -hmm. lights up and everything there's one uh there's one that that uh that levitated three feet off the ground what no that's not true that's not <laughs> like, true i'm lying I don't. I, I didn't think I could keep up the lie for very long, so I just thought I would lie and immediately cop to it. But That's the problem with having such a commanding voice. Exactly. Anything you say sounds real. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He floated three feet off the ground. He took me in his arms and flew me back to my hotel. I believe it. Absolutely. It's, it sounds real. I'm. I'm never gonna believe anything else. I don't. No, want it. you should. I don't want the truth. It's not a good idea. It's not uh, a good idea to believe me. Not. Not a. Not after I've just, I've only been awake for 15 minutes now. <laughs> All your dreams just seeping into the... Exactly. Seeping into this, uh, this interview. Um, with, with the cyborg doing it for so long, when you went to the Teen Titans, which is obviously a lot more energy, a lot funnier, less sort of that... Sure, sure. Animated, was that a different uh, gear change for you? Well, not really, because because uh, th there was a little bit of a gear change. The gear change was is that I think the first or second episode of Teen Titans Go we did, everyone died, <laughs> like all of the Teen Titans died, and uh, you know, and we were used to on the old show that it was that that, uh, that it was kind of a serialized thing, you know, so one episode built on the other one and uh and with teen titans go it was like uh so now what we're we're all dead what what happens and we didn't realize that in teen titans go you just forget everything that happened the last episode and you just you know you start you start over from scratch it's like it's like if the old show just had had a crazy mushroom fever dream you know uh you know uh, just uh just kind of hallucinant hallucinogenic you know, uh, uh, episode for yeah. 11 minutes, and then you wake up in a cold sweat wondering what just happened, and you go, that was crazy, and you go back to sleep and have another Teen Titans Go Dream. So so, uh, so that, that we had to get used to. But in the old show, we did very silly things, too. Yeah. You know, uh, Cyborg was, was, a, was a bear in a tutu for uh, an entire episode of the first season, I mean, first uh, show. So we also did very weird things. Um, I had a, uh, let's see, uh, Cyborg had a computer virus that made him think everything was, was food and started, <laughs> and so he just started eating everything. They, he saw waffles everywhere, which is why we came up with the waffles oh, yeah, for yeah. Teen, teen, teen Titans Go. So, so uh, it was a little weird and off the rails in the first one. Yeah, it was. So it made yeah. it easy to, to, to go full on silly. It's, it's such a good show. There must be a difference between, obviously there is a difference between acting and voiceover. At least, like when you're on set, you get an idea of what it's going to look like. With when you read a script, do you, do you ever just go and watch it, going, 
how are they going to do that? No, man, that's the fun. I love that. That, that uh, the, the, the less they give you, the more control you have. Oh, really? You know, so I, I get to... The, the beautiful thing about Teen Titans Go! is, is that they write the script, and, uh, and if something's more funny, we change it. The, the, uh, then, then the animators will change it, and, and, and uh, if, if they think of something more funny, we don't care. As long as we keep you laughing, we just don't care. It's so funny, though. It, but it, gives me, it gets me in trouble on The Walking Dead because I'm not supposed to change things on The Walking Dead, <laughs> but I try to change them all the time. You know, I'd so, uh, love to see Ezekiel's waffle episode. Oh my God! They're like, Kari, please just, just do what the script says. Stop. Do what the script says. But I, uh, but, but it's, but it's beautiful for me because, because uh, I get to access different parts of my, my the, the, um, of my animation yeah, yeah. versus uh, live action. It's all acting, but it's uh, because it's all make believe. Even though it looks real on, uh, on, on The Walking Dead. It's there are dead people walking around. There is nothing real about it. They're like they're like what? how do you? Yeah, people are very surprised. Mind blown. How did you reanimate those people? Exactly. It's not real. <laughs> yeah. Are you one of those actors that when you do the voiceover because you're used to doing obviously physical acting as well? Do you are you one of those that yeah you move and you get into it or you constantly uh, constantly. I uh, I'm I have to make sure that I don't hit the microphone. You know, I don't hit the uh, the stand in front of me when I'm uh, when I'm doing uh, voice acting. You know, because it's it's uh, I think you can hear it. Yeah, you definitely. You can hear it if you're uh, if you're if you're if it's in your body. You can you can hear it in the voice. Yeah. So uh, so I try to keep it as animated in my body as possible, even when I'm uh, doing voiceover. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any tricks for how you, when you're doing the uh, the acting for camera? Do you have any tricks to help you get into character at all? Or? You know, I mean, I I let the I let the script lead me. You know, I I uh, I trust the script and and uh, and I bring as much of myself you know to it as as well without you know going mentally insane. And uh, but uh, I think um, you ha you have to maybe spend some time with yourself. But the the longer that I've been with this particular character with uh, Ezekiel, the easier it is. I feel like I know him be better now. It's it's uh, it's easier to kind of fall in. You know, it takes about thirty minutes to put the wig on. You know, and uh, and I sit there with myself and and put on the wig and kind of kind of take a minute to focus. It gives me time. It it, it's time. weird to see you without the wig as well. I've got so used to seeing the, the big dress. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, now people expect to see me with my head shaved because I shave my oh, head so that they can, they, can, uh, they can glue the wig onto my head. And so now when I've got a little bit of hair, most of, you know, pe people, uh, people look, they're like, nah, that's not him. <laughs> <laughs> He's either bald or he has all of the, the dreadlocks. He doesn't have this little wispy thing. <laughs> Is it is it one of those wigs that's quite heavy, or is it? Is no, it, no, yeah. it's it's a it's it's a very um, it's a, it's a very expensive wig, which uh, and so it's uh, it, it costs more than they they worry more about the wig than I do, you know, <laughs> the the wig they won't let me take. You've got take you've home. got a stump wig, but not stump man. <laughs> exactly, they're like they the. the Really, on the on the call sheet, it's like the wig, you know, and then and then Kari's just the guy who who's underneath it, you know. It's all about the wig. It's all about the so wig. So you reckon if someone bit the wig, the wig would come to life? Exactly. Yeah, if cool, you if you cool. notice in the in the credits before the show, they're like starring Norman Reedus, Melissa McBride, the wig. <laughs> you know, that's how it is. If you could steal one thing from the set, would it be the wig or something else? 
Oh, you know, no, I, I wouldn't steal the wig. I, I, I get enough wig uh, while I'm on it. I would steal something of Norman's. You know, I, the motorcycle, the crossbow, oh, yeah. maybe, you know, Michonne's katana. Those are the things, you know, they got all the cool stuff. I realized, I mean, they, because they took my tiger. That was know, the cool I thing I yeah, had. Oh, it's so yeah. sad. And they took my tiger. So, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to take, take Daryl's motorcycle. Did you, did you feel the loss when the tiger went? Absolutely, I feel the loss. You know what? You try give somebody giving you a tiger and then taking them away, you're going to feel the loss too. I feel it absolutely. I feel entirely less cool. You know, if I was sitting here stroking a tiger, everyone would be watching right now. We can dress Matt up as a tiger for you. That would not help. Oh, you should have put that on your rider. That is not the idea I was wanting. If In fact, did. I'm a little disturbed at the idea of it, <laughs> to tell you the truth. Uh, you've not seen my uh, you tiger. Know, if, you've come, if, if you would have come with, you know, with like body painted as a tiger, I don't know if I would have come on stage. <laughs> I, I would have been more afraid of that than the actual tiger, you know, not having eaten for three days. I had a dream about that. So. Did you? Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. It, was it a good one? Uh, I look up, there's children in the room, so I'm not going <laughs> to talk about it. If, if I had done that, though, I would have done the most serious interview you've ever Absolutely. had. Absolutely. <laughs> so, in the third <laughs> season of The Walking Dead, you were not appropriate. You know, and I'm just staring at your weird yellow and black nipples. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's good to see how you visualize that as well. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd, go, I'd go method. That'd be, Boom, they're right there'd be there. eight of them as well. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's blinding. There's people here that can hear us but aren't in, directly in front of us. Oh, I mean, oh, well, I we could just tell them that Matt is naked in body paint right now. Matt, for God's sake, <laughs> put on a towel or something. If you can't accept me for who I am... <laughs> <laughs> At least cross your legs or something, man. This is ridiculous. It's my tail! <laughs> <laughs> Look, we've hey. just run too off. It's just gotten too blue. <laughs> The Star Wars crew had to leave the building. No, they were just. They like were looking this. for nice, wholesome Mandalorian fun, and now we're talking about you and body paint, yeah. and that's not your tale. They go to another room. The thing to is, you guys, themselves. you guys think of doing Walking Dead cosplay. It's actually Tony the Tiger. It's, it's Tony Cal the Tiger. <laughs> you just had too much sugar. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Those freak, those flakes are incredibly frosted. If you had an act like a pet tiger, just. Yeah. Yourself. Yes. Not in character. What would you call your tiger? Oh, what would I call my tiger if he if it were uh, I mean I mean I I think I'd call it Shiba too. Yeah. Shiba yeah, yeah. too. Or, nice. or Junior. Junior? Junior. Yeah. It'd be Shiba Junior. But I'd just call it Junior. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm obsessed with those videos on the internet, you know, where someone goes, and they raise this animal since birth, and it's yeah. just like a normal cat. Exactly. And you're like, hey, well, there, there's a, there, there's a, there's like a, a monastery that has, it's, it's monks and tigers everywhere, where, where they take in tigers that were, that, that, uh, uh, that were like uh, orphaned, and they, there's like, there's like 15, you know, just, just tigers that walk around with these monks, you know, the monks are praying, and the, and the tiger's just sitting there kind of hanging out. They grab them by the, uh, you know, they're, they're like, it's time for a bath. And they grab them and take them down to the water hole. And it's, uh, you know, and, 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 and during this documentary, you see the, um, the cameraman petrified. <laughs> petrified. But then they're time, because they're also orphan monks, you know, and they're, they're, they're very young. They're like eight years old. And they just grab the, the tiger. They're like, come on, tiger. 
You know, it's time for you to eat. See, Not me. All that says to me is that somewhere out there are some parent tigers and parent monks who have just killed each other. Yeah, some parent monks and tigers went to town. <laughs> also, and now their children are living together in a commune. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what documentary that is, but... I want to see the one where you do the voiceover for that because yeah. oh, that commentary was so great. That's not bad. That would be fun. Because you obviously, uh, cartoons, loads of video games. Yeah. Have you ever done any documentaries yet? I haven't done any documentaries yet, so I'm waiting. I'm waiting for my uh, my penguin documentary. Oh yeah, yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> so that I can go in there. It's it's so weird. To, hello, it, it was another Popeye. He was waving at me. How you doing? <laughs> Oh, oh no, it's, it's, it's uh, Stranger Things. Stranger yeah. Things. Oh, oh, it's the Stranger yeah. Things guy. That's it. He's got the skirt on. I didn't see the skirt. I apologize. <laughs> you me, look amazing. Shave your legs. Me, me and Beck generally try to get those outfits for today, but we could avoid them. <laughs> right, right. We've got we got Big Hero Six back here, which I which yeah, I, which you you were uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, I do the voice of Wasabi on uh, on the uh, TV show yeah. for, for and Big in Kingdom Hero 6. Hearts, I think, isn't it? I'm sorry. Were you in like Kingdom Hearts as well with it? Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts, Hearts as well. Fan, yes, big Kingdom Hearts fans here. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's great. Have you got a favorite character like Cyborg aside? Because obviously you've done that for years. Yeah, yeah. Is the one that you feel attached to or you love doing? You know what? My favorite character to do that I've done is uh, is I did the voice of uh, Was. Not Wasabi, of, um, of uh, Rafiki from The ah, Lion King. Oh, what? I did uh, on the television show for, uh, for the Disney Channel. Uh, I did uh, for about three or four years. I did, and so, you know, and so obviously I grew up watching yeah, the, yeah. Lion, yeah. the Lion King. And, um, and, they, uh, and uh, Robert Guillaume, before he, he died, he retired, he was like, I don't want to do that anymore. And so, uh, and so I got to, to take over for Rafiki. And it is the most fun that you can... And I didn't even know that I could do that voice. I was going to say, when you come can into you do a us, role... Can you yeah. do us one? I can do that voice for you. <laughs> <laughs> so I go and I start to talk to myself. And I think, you don't know who you are. You know? And then I think, there he is. Oh, because he goes very high, you know. And then he thinks very low. You need to think about it. Huh? You know, so it's, so it's the most amazing. fun. You go up and down and all over the place. It's so much fun. I one time I got stopped by a cop for speeding. You know, <laughs> and he was like, "Do you know how fast you're going?" I was like, "Do you know how fast you are going?" <laughs> it didn't work. I still got the ticket, <laughs> but I tried. You know, I tried. What was beautiful about that? The, the voice was incredible, but watching your face change yeah. was oh my god! Itself. It's so much fun. It, you know, you can't help it. It's, yeah, you, you know, it's it's, how in the car you'd also painted your buttocks blue and red. So. My my butt's blue and red right now. <laughs> <laughs> to match so, match. Yeah. Absolutely. And, there you go. Black and yeah. yellow it's a weird nipples. cosplay. That's why I put the long coat on. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Everybody's not ready for that. I hear he never came out of character. <laughs> <laughs> it was a crazy weekend in Brussels, everybody. I think we need to finish this interview today with you holding Matt up over the audience. Uh, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, going into that, just when you get a character that already exists, especially in voiceover, yeah. is there a pressure to do it exactly the same then? Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. With Wasabi, not so much. With, uh, with Rafiki, you know, it's such... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, everybody knows that voice. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and it's like, you, you either get... You have, to, you have to get that pretty right, you yeah. know? 
It's such. I mean, he was only in the Lion King for seven minutes, I think, of the entire thing. But it's it's such a great character, such a great voice. You you uh you know we all is as soon as you're here, you know it's like it's like that's him. Yeah yeah yeah. That's Rafiki, yeah. you know. So so Rafiki, I think I had to get just right. Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah yeah. Oh man, I mean, it makes me a bit goosebumpy. Sam, it's so fun. Sam Pisana, sticks in my head for ye- hours after watching The Lion King. When Sam Pisana, yeah, just, just, oh, earworms. That's yeah, gonna be in my head all day now. Rule of Three is back, where funny people talk about funny things that they find funny. Falling over, looking stupid. We've had all sorts on. Sue Perkins. Ashlyn B. Nish Kumar. Matt Lucas. Charlie Brooker. It's four candles yeah. meets the day-to-day. Talking about all sorts, from 40 Towers to Airplane. From the Big Lebowski to Bottom. This time, we're joined by the likes of Lucy Mangan, Robert Webb, and... Guys, we've got 423 <laughs> enormous heads. Eddie Izzard in a two-part special. Rule of Three from Great Big Owl. Find it wherever you listen. If you have a question, get your hand up. We will come to you. I promise to answer seriously. Uh, Hello and welcome to Belgium. Thank you, thank you. Uh, You mentioned you're a very physical actor, um, and I can see you do it, but is there any way you prepare for a new character that is special or unique to you? I mean, yeah, every time I... Every time I I, uh, take on a new character, you've got to... You've got you got to be ready for uh, a certain amount. When I when I started with uh, Ezekiel, I always I tend to do uh, for for me a lot of uh, hiking, and I used to play basketball before this knee stopped telling me to play basketball. You know, I, I, but I would do a lot of physical, um, uh, uh, like more cardio things. So I stay very skinny, and so um, and with uh, when I when I got the audition for Ezekiel. I look at Ezekiel, and Ezekiel had a, you know, he's got a little bit of a belly in the, uh, and, uh, and, and I just, I don't really get, I'm one of those people that, that just is kind of skin, but I knew that I needed to gain some weight, and so, uh, and so I gained about 10 pounds, you know, every year, I start to, I'll start to actually, when I go home after, after coming to Europe, I'll start to, uh, instead of hiking and, and uh, cardio, I'll go to the gym and and go uh, and start start building up a little uh, a little uh, uh, muscle and a little um, a little weight, about eight or ten pounds for uh, for Ezekiel because he's a little bit thicker guy than I am, you know. So so I uh, and, and so that was something something that I, I did. Um, I uh, there's a, there are always you know aspects of, of a character, and the beauty of the job is is that you never know what it could be. There's it's uh, there's it's always something specific to the character, and uh, and I try not to think about well this is what I do every time, because because uh, a different character is going to give you different work, and that's what's exciting and that's what I love about it. So yeah. Yeah, Matt and I do the same thing. We uh, eat loads of chocolate every Comic-Con because yeah. everyone's used to us being a certain weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're little, really, really the, fit otherwise. The character but... of Matt <laughs> loves yeah. chocolate. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, well, there you go. I mean, and you know, that's good training. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. just good training. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done. And yeah, yes. Hi. 
Hello. Um, I wanted to know what the general mood is on set with all the dark and horror stuff going on. Uh, the, the general mood is, um, is uh, well, we have Norman is, is, our, is our number one guy on the show. And Norman, Norman, although he is an older man, is really about five years old. <laughs> He has never gone more than five years old. So he's always, he's always doing, you know, grabbing you by, hey, hey, you know what? You know, you're about to do a serious thing. He's like, yeah. I was like, stop it, stop it, stop it. And then, and we're rolling and action. <laughs> everybody, everybody, you know, so, so, they, so they try to keep it very, it's very light, very light. You know, we, we get serious sometimes, but it's, uh, it's too long a day. It's too long a day, and and uh, and and to uh, and the and the beauty is is that is that it's uh, it's hot and it's dirty and it's nasty. But we love everyone that we're working with, and uh, and you have to you have to keep everybody's spirits up to stay, you know. So we try to keep it keep it uh, keep it happy. What's what's it like on those days, like for us the fans, when someone dies and it's so big and you're so? Is it well, the and same that's on the set? thing because we save it for days like that. Yeah. Because those are the days that we everybody really is sad and there are real tears and uh, it's it's uh, it's when when we lose uh, cast members and people that we love that we know that we're not going to see nearly as often as we as we did before. You know uh, this this. Um, this show for all of us has been life changing, and uh, and so to to see people go is is a big deal, and we can't we yeah we can't be that heavy all the time. Otherwise, it would just be it would just be drudgery. I mean, we we literally go from the end of April to Thanksgiving, almost the end of November. So it's a long, long season. You gotta you gotta find ways to to laugh and have a good time, because eventually we're gonna lose people that we love. And so uh, yeah, those are the tough days. Those are the tough days. And that applies to life as well. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of life lessons in The Walking Dead. Um, with, with that as well, because um, obviously your character has things... I don't want to do spoilers, but it's out there. You've obviously got ill in the show. He's got an ailment. Let's put it that way. For uh, anyone who's... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone who is foolish enough to come to Comic-Con not, <laughs> not knowing what happens on the show. I, mean, I really, because I, I, I hate spoilers. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's been three months. You, yeah. you're, you know, it, it's out there now. It's out there. Was that an, was that an interesting thing to discover in the script for you? Like, because obviously, I imagine everyone just assumes they're going to go out in some horrific, gory fashion. Now we don't know how or if you are. Right. But it isn't suddenly this this really interesting thing to have underneath your character. I mean, it, it, it is definitely uh, another layer to have underneath the, the character. the the um, The funny thing is is um, is when I spoke to Angela, uh, uh, the the Kang, the showrunner, about this, and she told me that Ezekiel was going to have thyroid cancer. It uh, it was I, I thought it was perfect because because I get so many people who are dealing with with uh, uh, disease and trauma and that kind of thing. And they really tend to gravitate to Ezekiel because, uh, because he, he is, at least in the beginning, was very positive. You know, and the, the, uh, the speech when he says, and yet I smile, even though it's, we have so many obstacles, we have uh, this war that we have to fight, we have these, uh, this, uh, this apocalypse that we have to get through, and yet I smile, and yet I see the light you know, and yet I see that there's uh, that there's something positive that we're going to get through this, that we will win no matter you know what obstacles are in our way. 
the people who are dealing with depression or, or cancer treatment or, or, or some kind of trauma in their life. You know, I, I have people come to me uh, uh, time after time. I've seen hundreds of tattoos where they put tattoos of and yet I smile on their on their bodies because uh, it reminds them, you know, to uh, that, that they're going to beat this no matter what. And uh, and it's um, it's one of the most uh, endearing and um, and the thing that, that I, I feel uh, honored you know, to, to be a part of, yeah. you know, uh, uh, these, you know, these people. I, there's just a woman, I don't even know what was going on in her life, but she drove seven hours to come see me and she just hugged me. At a me Comic-Con or just your house? Is it, yeah, 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 just to my house, just to my house. <laughs> and, uh, but she was, but she hugged me and she, she just said, it's just been so hard. And just, just knowing that you, seeing you guys out there fighting makes me, makes me feel like I don't give up, I keep fighting. And so when, Angela told me that Ezekiel was uh, gonna, going to have this, this growth and this uh, thyroid cancer. I said, this is perfect, you know, because, uh, because, so, because the people who are going through this already have a kinship with uh, Ezekiel. I, I just, uh, just saw a woman yesterday who showed me the scar from where they took the, uh, the, the tumor oh, wow. off, of her, off of her neck. She had thyroid cancer. And she was like, she was like I feel like people see me now. Mm. See, because they always think that, oh, that's not real cancer because that's easy. And it's like, cancer's not easy. No, no cancer is easy. And, um, and uh, these people feel represented now. It's a big deal to it's, me. It's interesting you say that as well, because in the world of The Walking Dead, obviously, suddenly, this is so much... Not, it's not an easy... It, again, like you say, right. nothing's easy, but it's, it's suddenly you don't have that medicine and all that. So sure. It's sure it's, it reflects that... We it's live a, in a world where, yeah, exactly, where this thing is—it's uh, not so easily taken away. Yeah, you yeah. know, you've got—you know—it's something you have to learn to live with. You know, yeah. and uh, and and in life, we've all got to do that. You know, there are those things that we just got to learn to live with, and you better learn to smile through it. You know, because uh, because you know you've got something that bad that's happened to you, but you're still here. You yeah. know, you're still here. You got a moment. Enjoy it. Enjoy this thing until they take it all away. Because the truth is, is that we've all got a bus. <laughs> that is rolling down a mountain and it's going to hit us one day, you know? And, uh, and so we might as well, before it hits us, we might as well be enjoying it, you know? Great. Absolutely great answer. Do we have a few more questions before we let yep. go? Anyone else just so we can sort of prep for you? If it happens that you, be, you turn into a zombie, who would you eat first from the cast and in, in real life? Who would be the most delicious, is what you're asking me. The most delicious cast member. Ah. He's got a good rump. Who's got, who's, you know what? Jerry. Jerry would, Jerry just seems like, you know, put some hollandaise on Jerry. And that'd be, a, that'd be a good meal. Absolutely. Jerry also looks like he'd be fine with Ezekiel eating him. Yeah, go, yeah. He'd be like, okay, it. boss. Sure, boss. You got it, boss. <laughs> Yeah, Jared would be my first choice. <laughs> I, and, love, I love your relationship with Jeremy on the show as well. Man, you know what? I, I feel like he's the greatest gift that, uh, that I could have been given. You know, <laughs> I, I mean, they gave me a tiger, they gave me a kingdom, but I think the best thing that, that, that uh, Ezekiel ever got out of the apocalypse was Jerry. Oh. You know, Jer Jerry's just the best. If, you, I, if you, you want somebody riding with you, you definitely want a Jerry, you know? <laughs> You want a Jerry riding with you. He's, he's, if he was in Cheers, if Jerry was a Cheers character, he'd be the one who comes in and goes, no! Jerry! 
absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, any more questions uh, down here whilst we... Oh, yeah. Um, does the cast have to read any of the comics before they can, like, start to roll or... Do you take the comic as an inspiration for the character? They don't have to, but uh, but uh, I think we all do just to just because we're we're fans of uh, of uh, of the the stories and everything. I I tr I I read I started to read and then I stopped because Ezekiel's not exactly the same uh, person as he is in the comic book, and I started to confuse myself a little bit. I was like, "Are we going this way?" And then and then the writers would, would be like, "No, no, no, don't." Don't think of that. Don't think of that. Do something else. And so uh, you have to be careful because uh, because in the comic books, Ezekiel's already dead. You know, uh, Ezekiel's already dead. Um, Carol's already dead. Andrea's still alive, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. Uh, there's a few. So so um, so so there there are some definite differences, and uh, and you have you have to be careful not to let it trip you up. You know. But uh, but the the comics are so great. You gotta you gotta read. But you gotta that, read them. That's the beautiful thing about the comics and the show. If you're a fan of the comics and a fan of the show, when something from the comics comes onto the show, you go like when the whispers came. I was like, oh, and my wife's like, what what? And I was like, it's a whisperer. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You get the excitement, but you don't have a blueprint to go. Well, I know where this is going. Right. You're right. still surprised, and that's a very smart move. Oh because man, and and they we we got such incredible actors. That yeah. we get to play these parts, Samantha Morton and uh, and Ryan Hurst, who play Alpha and Beta. Yeah. I mean, are just amazing. I mean, you you love them in the comic books, and then and then you see them come alive. Terrifying. I mean, oh my God, you know. And you you think and, and you see uh, Alpha, you know, and she's she's got the shaved head and the clean face, and then and then you see Samantha Morton, and it's and it's the grit and the grind. I mean, you can see it's all over. Yeah. You know, it's like. It just makes you wonder. Her, her eyes as well. Uh, oh. Just, just gorgeous, gorgeous. It's, it, but that's the thing, because the Whisperers, they're, they're such a sort of unseen threat for so long. That reveal, that episode, oh, and yeah. one, it was shot beautifully. It was shot like an old like Romero film. It right. was, it was absolutely, going through that graveyard was incredible. Oh, my God. And then God. when the, ah, yeah. I, there's only noises that could do my excitement justice with that. I was like, ah! Like, ah! You know, I knew it was coming, you know, and I was, and, and, uh, I was already upset, you know, because it was like, Jesus is dying here. Damn, oh. You know, I was like, God damn it. You know, we got to say goodbye to Tom. And, uh, but, uh, but, he, but still, when that moment happens, it was just like, it seemed so fast because, because Jesus is such a, I mean, he's such a badass. He's just, and then, and then, uh, and then it just happens yeah. like that. Ah, and yet again, the the horrible thing and the beautiful thing about the show is when someone gets hit or bit or whatever, you go, "Well, they're not dead," <laughs> and then that show just goes, "No, they're dead. <laughs> He's dead. He's gone. He's, He's gone." But me and my wife, well, after those episodes. We have like a period of mourning where we don't speak to each other. Sure, sure. <laughs> Just walk around the house quietly. That's yeah. the excuse she uses anyway. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's thrilled when it happens. Could <laughs> <laughs> be quiet for a few days. Exactly, now. exactly. Leave me alone. Yeah. Um, alone with my thoughts. I mean, obviously, we can't. You can speculate, but we we won't ask for any spoilers. If you could write Ezekiel out, I'm I'm sure you wouldn't. But if you could, is there a way you'd love to see him go? Or you know what? No, no, I would not write him out. And I'm not even going to, if I had an idea, <laughs> I wouldn't tell you. I don't even want anybody to hear it. 
I don't understand. I, this is the second time this week someone has asked me this question. And I was like, first of all, how dare you? And second of all, if I had an idea, I won't tell you. The writers are listening. They might, they might come. They'll be like, that's a great idea. Let's kill him that way. Okay. Absolutely not. Here's what I reckon. Driverless bus. Zombie, <laughs> zombie tiger. Zombie tiger. That'd be the worst way, actually. It, what, you, you're still having Drive, this conversation driving with me? a bus. Are you seriously the still? Bus, the bus is coming, and you, the see, bus is you coming. see Sheba behind the wheel. I run as, like <laughs> the wind. I get, on, I hop on my little skateboard. <laughs> Ezekiel's very spry. He will just step to the side and Imagine. watch Sheba, zombie Sheba, in the bus. That would be the greatest 1917-style one-shot episode ever. Ezekiel on a skateboard chased by a bus driven by a tiger. No cuts. No, you know what? We don't even watch, you, you don't even need an explanation. <laughs> yeah. I, do you watch what? that forever. I'm going to go one step further and say, I don't want Ezekiel to die unless it's a tiger driving a bus. Because the chances of them with. making that happen. I like that. I yeah, like that. Yeah. There you go. There you go. You heard it here first. <laughs> Cut to five years from now, a Roy just slides to a script. <laughs> what? Just, yes, exactly, exactly. As long as the bus just grinds to a halt right at my feet, that would be great. Yeah. I can live with that. I hate to say this, but we have to let you go, and I really don't want to because it's been so much fun. Yeah. Oh, man, I, I've, I've just really started to become one with the couch. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it gets you. you it, it, it absorbs all the guests eventually. It does, yeah. it does, well, it like, does. All the other guests just sit on you. <laughs> oh, are they in there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah. It's like Hades Garden in uh, Disney. Yes. Is that in here somewhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Bean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Ian McDermott, where are you? <laughs> Not you, Ian. <laughs> they got you. I can feel some Palpatine in this couch. <laughs> yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> right. Um, All right. We're going to let you go. Kerry uh, Payton, everyone. <laughs> And there you go. So thanks for listening. You can find us on social media. We are at ConcessionsPod. That's C-O-N-S-E-S-S-I-O-N-S-P-O-D. And that's on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. And if you're interested in what either Beck or myself are up to, uh, you can find us on socials as well. For instance, I know Beck is going to be on tour from April 2020. Where can they find you, Beck? Yeah, you can find me, Beck Hill Comedian. That's uh, on all social media and websites. Or Be Chill Comedian if you read it wrong. And Matt, I believe you're in the middle of writing a show where you buy people's souls? That's correct. I, at the time of recording, own three souls by contract. <laughs> Where can people sell you their souls, Matt? You can sell me your souls or just come for silly stuff. I am at Matt Hyten on Twitter and I am at It's Matt Hyten on uh, Instagram because there is another Matt Hyten and he got there first. <laughs> uh, other than that, uh, thanks for listening. We will see you again soon. This has been a Great Big Owl production with help from Joel Morris, recorded by Alex Remesval at Comic-Con Brussels, who we are very thankful to have us hosting there. Produced and edited by John Harris with the theme tune by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. GreatBigOwl.com My mate bought a toaster. We go through celebrities' Amazon purchase histories so you don't have to. Keep calm and love Dom Jolly novelty keyring yeah, and fridge that. magnets. Yeah, I love that. The G-Spot. <laughs> 
the good vibrations, guys. Green dot laser sight rifle gun scope. I've bought that quite a lot of times. Right, okay. The sex doctor's guide to keeping it hot. Ah, interesting. Did another child come along nine months later? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Loads of great apps up now, and new ones dropping every Monday. That's My Mate Bought a Toaster from Great Big Al.